you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast that answers the question, why does Tim write? No, I'm just kidding, folks. Here is my co-host and the author and the star number two of our show, Tim Carter. Hello, everybody. Uh, Dave, that was a very interesting intro. Uh, a couple of things. Would you spell the word right for us that you used in that sentence? Is it R-I-G-H-T? Or is it W-R-I-T-E? Yes, uh-huh. Clarify that one. Let's go. Let's go with W R I T E. Thank you. And you're the other thing, like, you're kind of like the Barry Manilow of poetry. He writes the songs. You write the poems. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I never thought of that. No reference. <laughs> There's a poem okay. right there. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> the podcast in that right there. And I the other thing is, uh, I'm gonna you. I, we need to clarify. I, I'm. I agree. I am the number two star of the show of this podcast. But I. No offense, younger brother, but I don't want everybody to assume that you are the star because we all know that we invented podcast numbers ago. God yeah. is the star of the show. Yes, and that is exactly what I meant by that. Okay, I I knew you meant that, but I I, I wanted I didn't want anybody to to uh, think otherwise. No, no, I'm I'm the faithful number three here. Yes. Again, you're the, does, you're the one that does all the work. Again, the third kid. The third, <laughs> number three. It all comes down to number three. Oh, it yeah. comes down to number. Look at that! Three. You're still in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I yeah, I am a middle child, and uh, yeah, you're the bookends. Yeah, me and God. You're you're in great company with God. Yes, I am. And then when we go together and we have a get together, then I got you and Paul as my bookends. There you go. And you do not let me out. We try not to. Squeeze me tight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, we, let's go on. And, yeah. Let, let's, let's get off of that. Because, <laughs> although I found it kind of fun. Yeah. Kind um, of fun. Yeah. So Tim, tell me, uh, tell me, what, what, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to call, talk about a clock. A clock where time has stopped. And uh, I had a number of... Uh, instances where I was in the room with the clock, which inspired a number of poems about the clock. So these are the clock poems, they're chapter one in the uh, Living in God's Rhyme book. Mm -hmm. They will all be, uh, no, I take that back. It's now the first one, it's the first chapter in God Still Rhymes. Right. God Still Rhymes. It'll be right in the show uh, notes, folks. Yeah, a little background on that is uh, uh, I was raised Episcopalian, converted to Catholicism after uh, our second child was born, uh, just so we all were worshiping together. Mary Lou's faith was much stronger than the uh, Episcopalian faith I had abandoned for the most part. Well, completely, I guess. And then uh, years and years later, I just got... I just got um, un- not uncomfortable. I just felt led otherwhere, otherwise, to uh, otherwise than where I was. And so uh, Mary Lou and I talked about it, and I've gone to a, to another church, uh, uh, an evangelical church. 
Uh, we still get along. Uh, it's not quite, definitely not the same, not going to church together, but uh, when the, there are certain things that programs at, uh, at church that they would have that, uh, like this one was called Christ's Life. It was a six-week series, I believe, of once-a-week meetings where uh, it was to teach, uh, give, give uh, members of the church who attended a better understanding of who God was, who Jesus was, and uh, it talked about evangelization, which is something they wanted to do. And I just wanted to go to give Mary Lou some support. And uh, occasionally I did voice my, my thoughts on things. And uh, they, were, they were generally very well accepted. Uh, everybody knew who I was. That, well, not everybody, but we did get to know each other. And uh, a group of us got together uh, afterward when it was over. Uh, well, somebody said on our last meeting, well, what are we going to do? We're not going to see each other anymore. And I, I suggested uh, that we meet once a month for dinner. And we did, and it continued on. And one night, one day, I will read the poem for you, uh, Tales of the Raven, which is where we met, because we had some interesting, fun times mm-hmm. together. But anyway, so this clock was in the gymnasium. That's where the uh, general meeting met before we broke up into small groups. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the same gymnasium where my kids, uh, the, my, our daughters, played uh, basketball, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th grade basketball. Well, maybe it's only a couple of them, I think, now that I think of it, because they, they, they went to two different schools. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going way off course here. That's Some okay. of them went to St. Mary's, and then when St. Mary's moved the... Uh, they took the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade over to uh, another church uh, school building that wasn't being used. So that clock uh, is the, uh, everything that I, everything I, I'm going to read about here. Uh, I will get to it, so I stop rambling. And there's a song <laughs> called Rambling Man, uh, Rambling Man, too, but I don't know the words to it. So... This, uh, I had a, a note here that says, okay, I explained the significance of the clock in the room. It was always there, always the same time. This first poem is a poem I wrote back in uh, 1971. Okay. And uh, it just happened to fit in perfectly here. A little different, but it's called Grandfather Clock. Old Grandfather Clock, tick-tock, pendulum swinging, those per- hands purposely circling the hours of time. That face has seen so much, and there's no such time as now. For no matter how we try, we can't close time's eye. And Grandfather Clock keeps sounding on tick-tock, tick-tock. I'm not sure what inspired me to do that, but it was always one of my favorite poems. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's... Anyway, now let's get into, let's get into what the clock we're really going to talk about here. It was a wall clock, I felt sorry for this. Okay. The Broken Clock Time stands still as our hands circle time, day in, night out. And without doubt, if we were to stand still, time would move forward. Life would not stand still, no matter our will. For it is God's, for it is in God our hours are measured by his hands and the clock. Time is his to stand still or move, move forward at his will. The Broken Clock I think not. Uh, it probably was just a more a 
exercise and I can't even say well rhyming there are some a few rhymes in it but it was just that was my first take on the clock because I I remember sitting in there the first time uh, we'd gone back and when we got in the clock I said oh the time on the clock's wrong uh, we break up go to our small group meeting and then come back for for a dismissal and I look mm -hmm. at the clock and it's the same time <laughs> and I know that class didn't go by that fast. So, uh, yeah, that was the first one. Just it was mm -hmm. a broken clock, and uh, it brought I every t every Sunday we went, I could not help but notice that clock and focus on it for probably. <laughs> I can't tell you how long because the clock was the hands weren't moving. Do you remember what time it was? What time it said? Uh, no, I just know it was never time to leave. Was, oh, it might have been sometime around four, four forty okay. maybe. <laughs> it was never yeah, four forty around in that area. Sound, sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This next one. Still, the clock is still. The clock is still there, hands idle, never moving. So I take a breath of air to know that my heart is still moving. Nine thirty, a.m. or p.m. Question mark. So it was just after lunch, and with that, I had a hunch. That I was that I was in a time crunch, too late for brunch, too early to snack, too much, too early for a snack, too much. So I sat still, my hands not moving, idly wondering, what was God's will. And that was it. Hmm. I mean, I we had I forgot to say we also had a meal there too. And uh, yeah. So that's the lunch. But if the hands are just standing still, what's God's will? And in our lives, God never stands still. We do. I mean, time moves on, but in, in our relationship with God, we can stand still mm -hmm. and miss so much. And uh, wow, that's, uh, yeah. So I sat still, my hands not moving, which is reference to the clock too. I leave wondering, what was God's will? Here I was at this, these classes, and uh, they were interesting, and, uh, you know, I received uh, things from them, and I'm just wondering, uh, yeah, what's God's will? That clock meant something, and I think what it meant was, Tim, don't stand still, because when you stand still, your time with me stands still, and so... I think that's what God, that's what I, what I get out of that. Wow. Yeah. That, you think he was telling you to move on or that you were standing still? Does that make sense? What I just said? Well, I no, I think maybe he was telling me, <laughs> don't step back and stand still. You know, and it, it was just, uh, something that comes to mind. Not mm -hmm. that I was standing still, because I was, at that point in my life, my I was growing in my faith. Right. I was writing more. And I just, uh, yeah, I, and I think that's more a reflection today of what may have been going through my mind at the time. Because today, that's exactly what I got out of that poem. Right. As right. I was reading it. And it was written... It had to be written six, seven years ago. 
So, you know, I'm the guy who can't remember when he gets up from the podcast and opens the door to the room and goes somewhere else where he's going. So, don't ask me to remember seven years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you, before we go to the next one, uh, I, a question popped into Dave's head, and excuse me, I got to stop talking in third person here. A po- question popped into my head. Do you find that your faith, I mean, I'm saying this wrong, with writing poetry, when you're writing your poetry and God's helping you write your poetry, do you find your faith stronger every time you're writing? Does, does that make any kind of sense to you? What I'm just it does. It does. When I have been continuing, my faith, when I wrote on, uh, wrote uh, Living in God's Rhyme, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. God, yeah, Living in God's Rhyme, right. and I posted the majority of those on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I was writing not quite every night, but most every night I was writing and then posting the following morning Right. on that. Uh, it did grow considerably then because I, to get the inspiration, I was reading the Bible. I would, I would okay. open yeah. my Bible. I would, I was in the bedroom, open my Bible. I'd lay on the bed and, and pray and ask God to lead me to something to write about. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily that I was reading the same uh, book of the Bible every night either. But I would get go. I would start reading, and uh, maybe a few verses or a chapter later, mm-hmm. there's something there. I mean, it, it's something clicked, and it was time to write. And that that helped me to rely on God, and uh, more, and the need to, and the blessings you get from relying on Him. And it also, in in some regards, taught me patience because, you know, I, I wanted to write. But if I had to, if I could one night get it in a couple verses, and then mm-hmm. the next night I had to read more, well, I just knew that I had to wait until God was had the right. I was at the right point, that God led me to the point where He wanted me, and it wasn't necessary that it's just going to say, okay, skip through that, you know, skip this part of the chapter and go there. No, because the the part of the chapter I would have skipped was important also. Right. Right. So, uh, and it, yeah, it did help me in my in my faith and grow. My faith grow uh, in knowing that I, I had that relationship, that I had that trust and, and knowledge that God would lead me if I prayed and put it in His hands that everything would go well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I firmly believe with that book, and I had started it in a in a previous book, but uh, I wasn't writing uh, to get things done in such a hurry. Right, but right. Uh, it just uh, yeah, I I see uh, the benefit that he gave me in in the la- that last book by how that worked out, and I, I right. as I continued afterward writing, uh, if I would start on my own again uh, by praying and asking for his guidance and, and to put it in his hands, I've let him turn the clock in my life. I haven't stopped it. I haven't stood still and stopped it. I'm actually letting him turn the hands of the clock in my life uh, to to match his. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting how it works for me, and it's been a true blessing, and I don't know that I'd be where I'm at in my faith right now, uh, and I know that uh, there's I still need to, to grow 
I, I know what areas they are. But it, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today, and you wouldn't have asked me to do this podcast <laughs> if I hadn't had that faith. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's true. Very true. Okay. You have answered the question very, very well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You, you, you asked yes, excellent questions. Well, that one, that, as you're reading, it was, it was that last poem that made me think of that. It's like, God, there's got to be something in this. But Okay, so uh, how about the next one? Okay, this one is called Our Time Standing Still. The clock makes not a sound, its hands never turning around, its numbered face. There will be no race, not today. That is not to say that somebody we will see that maybe time is no stranger as we face danger, our living, and not giving our time, our dime, to help feed those in need. Time standing still, just waiting until we make the time to share his grace, to plant a seed so someone will see life in the manger. And there, that goes right back to what we were just talking about. Yeah. If we really stand does. still, nothing's going to happen with us. We're, we, we need to, like those hands of the clock, keep moving. Keep moving so that not only, so that our lives don't stand still. I guess I'm comparing here our lives to the hands of the clock. Right. And as we move through our day, time continues. And... You know, if we just stand still, as I as I said here, uh, that we don't have time to for a stranger. Uh, you know, as we uh, as we face danger of our living and not giving our time and our, our dime. I mean, if we're just standing still, we're not doing those things, and we need to feed and help those in need. Uh, and time stands still in our lives when we do that. Yeah, it moves on outside of our. Our soul outside of our heart, but our heart is standing still. And uh, the idea, too, at the end, uh, to share his grace, to plant a seed so someone will see life in a manger. I mean, we're called to spread the gospel, and we're, to do that, we have to share Jesus with people. Right, right. And with that, time in their lives will move forward. Right. I guess I'm, if I were philosophical about this, you know, if I'd studied philosophy in college, I might get philosophical, but, you know, <laughs> we yeah. are a ticking clock. God is the battery. Wow. I'm writing that one down, folks. Okay. It will not be in a poem, because I didn't, I'm not sure I want to write about batteries. The next one. Thank you. I'm You're sorry. welcome. <laughs> yeah, this pause was going longer than I thought that either one of us was thinking of something really smart to say. Yeah, and I'm just oh. writing it down. Yeah, you're writing it down. So anyway, this one is the clock, the time, our hours. And that is a rhyme I love to write and do not like to say. Because it's easy to trip up on our hours. Oh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, here it is. Time, is it hours? Or is it ours? The first hours is ours. The second hours is time. Time, is it ours or is it ours? The hands that do not move. As we move through time, do we make life rhymes? 
whose face is on the clock? Does it reflect the number of years, the number of fears, the number of tears, the rhymes that age us as we look in the mirror? Is it our is it ours or the face of time? Will the hands on the clock give us time to unlock the secrets we keep, our sins so deep? To have the hours to at least start to open our heart and release what was ours. Time will wait for no one. Will we be standing still at the end of time? Time will not go on into infinity as we wait for eternity. We are free whatever to we are free whatever we want to be for all to see, especially he that is in heaven above. Will we choose his love? before the end. Will he, will he accept the grace he did send? In the shining sun do we have time to accept his son, his sacrifice, to make us right? The hands in the clock sometimes move so odd, at times they do mock each and every minute of the day. But if we take time to pray, we will see the hand of God, feel his infinite love, his saving grace, his sacrifice for our righteousness, that we will be for eternity. I think it just uh, as I go as we progress on them, it gets more to what I'm talking about, uh, where we have been talking about. And uh, while the hands on the clock give us time to unlock the secrets we keep, yeah, it's that when we unlock those secrets, we're unlocking the clock. Then uh, the hands on the clock can move. Yeah. And. Uh, Time will wait for no one. Will we be standing still at the end of the time? And again, it goes back to this. Uh, when I'm talking about the clock as being our heart and what we believe in the, in the, as time moves on through the world, and uh, will we be ready at the end of time? Will our clock have, have we reset our, will we have reset our clock, our heart, to, to follow Jesus so that we are in step with God's time and His timing. At the end of the, at the end of time, will we be caught up to where we need to be? Will we have? I mean, all believers will be there, but if you're not a believer and you're on the on the edge right now, you need to set that clock at the same time to follow Jesus in His timing. That's a key phrase right there too, right? In in his timing. Well, yeah, it's all in his timing. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we had a break. And um, the that, that classes were over. And this next one is the clock a few months later. We had been out to the same gymnasium for a... Uh, for uh, a luncheon put on and uh, again the clock a few months later looking at the clock once again I said it's still 930 ah there's the time Dave 930 <laughs> yeah told you don't ask me to remember so I'm gonna start I'm gonna start again since interrupted that's okay. looking at the looking at the clock once again I said it is still 930 so it I just had lunch to which the priest then said, that clock, it hasn't worked in 40 years. Can you imagine what time, as if noticed, has been missed all those years as those hands stood idle? And I have this in parentheses. 
How can hands stand? I guess the same as us when we spend time idle without Jesus. Through the years, tears and fears, the joys of a baby boy, a laugh, a cry, as we always try to give as we live, a room for meeting with random seating while time seeks what is yours, what is mine upon sandy shores. And again in parentheses, can we ever count the grains of sand on the seashore, let alone those of the hourglass? However, throughout time in that room, we are able to nourish our souls while being nourished by soup and bowl, worship and prayer, friendship everywhere. In the room with the clock, time stands still as our hearts we do unlock, more than a minute forever hours. No, time has not stopped. The clock on the wall gives us time to answer his call. So, as I read that, I'm reflecting on what we've just discussed in that last uh, stanza. Time has not, no, time has not stopped. The clock on the wall gives us time to answer his call. That's that meaning that, but I think what I what I see in that today is that clock on the wall, the hands are not moving, again, is a reminder that tells us, unlock your heart. Let God's hands move. Yeah. So. Yeah, and once you let God's hands move, the clock flow clock goes freely. Yes. Uh huh. It's not encumbered anymore. I guess is a word. Yeah. I've, uh-huh. I've been looking for a big word to use. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the unencumbered hands of God. Of God's oh, clock. you know what? I think I just used that in a poem I wrote the other day, that word, unencumbered. Really? Yeah, wow. I think I did. I, I uh, Yeah, it was. Uh, and That's I think wild. I wrote it for the for the podcast, too. <laughs> we'll get into that, some poem, because we're going to next season get into some poems that I have uh, not been published. Yeah, I think people will like that. And uh, I, I found it interesting in, in going back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did make one mistake on one of the files I made. I wanted everything in order that, in uh, order of the day that I wrote them, so I have the dates. Right. But I wasn't. I didn't put the title of the poem in them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. I have one file that's got 165 poems in it that just have the date in it. Now, I could probably take a vacation and go and look at each one and add the title. Right. But it just made it more difficult to find what I wanted. But fortunately, God led me to the, there were three poems I, I three poems with a similar name, with the same word in each poem yeah. that I wanted to do. And uh, he led me to the right ones. Wow. <laughs> it just was, yeah, I'm, uh. Yeah, I'm challenged in in many ways. Uh, give me yeah, a yeah, but you know what? You're a not you're pen not or a pencil and a piece of paper and uh, a Bible and a time to pray, and I'm good. Yeah, go beyond you're not that. Challenged in your faith in God, though. No, <laughs> no, I, I I know I challenge him at times, and uh, in spite of everything I say here about you know the faith that I have and relying on him, I will admit there are times that I have just simply 
been unhappy with with what what has happened and i i've mentioned a couple times before mm-hmm. and uh, it just it just was rough but he was patient and uh welcomed me back when i when i said lord please take me back so that that's been a, a blessing and i i have written a couple poems uh about about that that we will probably get into it in another season yeah we got lots of seasons left to go yeah we do yeah it's a yeah. time for every there's a time for every season there you go yeah yes uh-huh. um oh there's that word i don't like um what word's that um yeah um oh yeah you am it's, it's weird oh, because no. it's weird because you're looking up a little bit and it's like words are flying by you and you're saying oh i don't like that <laughs> yeah no no in fact I'm, when i'm looking up is i'm looking at another different computer screen and oh. it's your it's your show notes <laughs> <laughs> so no that's not what i was getting at well as I, as like, oh. we have some time left here uh mm-hmm. i have three books behind me i can grab one and we could read another poem or two and yeah i uh, would unless like unless you though, have a lot more you want to talk about I did no. I did you have a reflection on the clock a few months later? No, I did not have any reflection on those. Actually, I think a couple of them I wrote while I was having my lunch. No, but if you look meeting. at your show notes, I know, but no, I oh, show notes. No, I hang on a minute. The show notes again, folks. I, Tim, I about, Tim does great show notes. Yeah, long so. While he's looking for that, it was right after the last poem. It says, Reflections on the Clock a Few Months Later. Oh, okay. I do. I'd read that for you, but then they would be my reflections, not yours. All right. (laughs) I have a reflection on the clock a few months later. This was written after attending one of my grandson's last day of vacation Bible school. There was a church service, a program, and nachos. On my way out, I talked to the parish priest for a few minutes, which inspired the poem. The clock is the same one that never moved during the meetings in the previous poems, and is the same clock in the same gym that our kids attended middle school. No wonder it took so long for them to complete those years. Yes, that was my favorite part of writing these, was thinking, okay, how long, it's, how long did it take them? <laughs> The clock so, never moved. But. The clock has, hasn't been fixed either. And yeah. I believe the clock hasn't been fixed so that you could write those poems. Well, that very well could be. God works in very mysterious ways. And, and if that's the, the mystery of how these poems came about, then that's fine with me. Well, you know, and it's interesting because I have been back for a couple of chicken dinners since then. Yeah. It still didn't work. Mm-hmm. I actually think it should be a monument to be made to that. I I agree a hundred percent. I think we should send them money to not fix it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I did. We were discussing things as we were going along, but uh, these are the items I thought we should discuss as part of the our discussion here. And uh, the first one is: What does time mean for our days? Number two, does time just pass us by or do we plan it? 
Number three, can one overplan time? And four, most importantly, how much time do we set aside for God and Jesus? Are they, or are they constantly with us throughout our days? And I think we can talk about these a little bit. It's yeah. I know. I think we. I, I think we also. I'm, we're going to post. You need to post these on the Facebook page. I'll post them in a blog post, or you can post them in a blog post. And I'd like to hear some of our listeners' replies to these questions. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I I get upset with myself sometimes. In the morning, I wake up, okay, and I'll say, okay, it's this time in the morning. I'm going to take a half hour to pray uh, to get my day started because I find my day starts better if I pray first. And then I get my lunch together, go to work, drive my take my time to get to work, my half hour to work. I'm going to be at work till a certain time, come home, and it, I'm just thinking to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe. You do this every day. You don't need to do it that way because be flexible. And I, I, I can be flexible, but I, yeah, and maybe the clock poems set something in me that said, you got to plan this out because the clock's not going to help you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and goes on to number two. Does time just pass us by or do we plan it? Now, I, ha- I have a boss who plans his days. He plans right. his day. Every time he gets up, he knows what he's going to do, how long it's going to take him. And he includes time for uh, rest and relaxation. And uh, that's, how he, that's how he lives. I, so I say I plan it when I go to work. I know there's no plan because all kinds of things show up, pop up. And it's just sometimes you just can't finish what you started. Right. So, uh, yeah. So when I think of that, I know every day I get up that I what I got to do. So I think I really need to stop planning. Just say, God. And I do say, God, I put it in your hands. Lead me through my day. But part of me still has that imprinted on my brain. You got to start your day with a plan. Well, yeah, you have to plan, but I don't have to have a plan down by okay. Take me so long to do this, so long to do that, so long to do this, and it doesn't work. So number three, I ask, can one overplan time? Can you plan too many things to do in the time you have? It's a good question. I. Do you? Can you? I think I'm old enough to know not to do that anymore if I ever did it because <laughs> I would get too tired. <laughs> I understand that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll be honest with you on this one. I have times in my life over planned time. Uh, it, it, the problem with over planning in my mind is that if you're trying to to put too much into a certain time frame, you're never going to get it all done. Oh, no, no, so I, I agree. So why over plan? And, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, when I go to work every day, I'm handed a piece of paper that <laughs> Here's has the work my plan. planned out for me <laughs> exactly where I'm supposed to be at what time and how long it's going to take me to get from point A to B to C to D to E and then back to A again. So I don't have to plan that part of my day. I let somebody else do it for me. 
And I'll be honest with you, it never works the way they want it to either. <laughs> well, but here's here's something I was going to tell you about. Last night I was I was at work and I was at work late and there was it was one of those odd nights where traffic was a uh, a little more aggravating than most. Mm. And a couple of people in front of me were really it was starting to bother me that these people were, were delaying my plan. I was supposed to be back there by then, and I couldn't do that because they were in the way. And so I had, I'm sitting there behind the wheel of a, of a very large, you know, and heavy vehicle. And I was at a light, a red light, and I just said, God, you know, do me a favor. Please help me be less worried about this and less stressed. Amen. And then a couple minutes later, <laughs> it for some reason, I wasn't bothered by it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, eh, that clock was pushing me, and I, and I didn't want to be pushed. But I needed help to not be pushed in that manner. I like that. That's really good. Because, I mean, I, I, and I do that. It, every once in a while, it gets that way, especially when I go to a specific portion of or the area specific area of of where i work it's very very frustrating it's very very aggravating and nothing ever goes right over there for me it doesn't go bad it just doesn't go exactly as planned (laughs) so i have every time i'm working there i find myself saying that while i'm sitting at a red light i find that and i say that and a couple minutes later i've forgotten about what i was all aggravated about and i got this fun song popping around in my head (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it's like God's going, yeah, okay, we'll take that away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here you go. Right. Here's a fun song. That's great. You know, and I, and my, my purpose here is not to say that we shouldn't plan our days. Mm-hmm. We need to. We just can't go, go out the door and go willy nilly, not know what we're doing. We do, but again, we have to be somewhat flexible. But I think if we allow God in and do like what you've done. Mm-hmm. Where when those moments come up where the aggravation kicks in, when you pray and ask God to, uh, you know, calm you and, you know, give, take that aggravation away, it's so much better. So, yeah, yeah. We, we plan our days, but I don't think we have to, my point, I think, I don't even know what my point was when I'm thinking of that right now, but it was, <laughs> you, know, don't, you don't have to point it, you don't have to plan it down to every second, but I'm just saying, Part of our part of the plan for our days is is right here. Uh, it says most importantly, how much time do we set aside for God and Jesus, or are they constantly through with us throughout our days? And if they are constantly with us through through our prayers and our acknowledgement that they're there, even a prayer of thank you, Lord, for this, mm-hmm. uh, forgive me, Lord, for that, what I just did, or because I know it was wrong, I shouldn't have done it. I think if we do that, when we plan our day in the morning, when it doesn't go right, we can be uh, consoled, and mm-hmm. we can have that aggravation taken from us, and we don't have to worry. Yeah, you're, our boss is going to say, okay, you got to get a certain amount of work done a certain day, certain in, a, in a day. Like you, right. you got this much time to do it. But... Uh, so you, 
it's so much easier when you know that God's going with you on that drive that you're taking. Right, right. Uh, that uh, when it doesn't go as your boss planned. <clears throat> but yeah, we all have a boss here on earth. And we all have a God that loves us in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess my, my final thought on this is, first thing in the morning, turn your day over to the Lord. Ask him to guide you. And I had heard this once uh, recently. Someone had said, uh, maybe I read it. When you ask God, don't ask God to take, don't say that, God, I want to take your hand today and follow you. Say, Lord, please take my hand, put my hand in your grasp so that I cannot let go of it. Because if my hand is grasping his, I can let go. Right. But when he has a grasp on my hand, and I start to pull away, he can simply squeeze a little bit to remind me that I can need to continue with him, knowing that the day will be better. Yeah. 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 I... <laughs> I, I don't do exactly like you do. I don't get up in the morning and I don't start my day out with a prayer. Maybe someday I will, but I find that I'm doing more prayers through the day. Yeah. And I think that that's what works for me. And the weird thing is, it's the ones I really need, I know are the ones that he says, yes, I'll help you with. Like, just like the aggravation thing. Yeah. I don't ask for that very often. I don't ask for things for me very often. I ask for others and for forgiveness and things like that. But I also say, yeah, myself, yeah. Oh, you just, uh, yeah. And like you said, yep. Oh, sorry, God. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to say that that happens throughout my day, but I yeah. find now that I am asking for forgiveness for those things that I might've done wrong, that I'm doing less things that I think he believes would be wrong. It's interesting how that all works, isn't it? It really, really is, and it's 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 kind of. I don't want to say confusing, or, or and 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 trust me, I think that God believes in fun, because but I find it kind of fun to, you know, geez, now that I'm doing this again, life is better, or this is happier, or I'm happier, or you know, life is fun, or doing this with you, this is fun for me, or doing what I do after we're done with this is fun for me, and I ask Him for guidance, and and just hey, give me the, what I need to do to do this, or. You know, thanks for showing me the way to do this or get this done. And I, it, it's fun for Dave. Dave, I mean, here we go again. Third party. I was told to stop calling myself an invitement. But it's fun for me. I enjoy this. I, I enjoy our time together. But I also enjoy that time I have where I just spend a couple seconds or a couple minutes with God every day, numerous times of the day, not just once. I'm not saying you only pray once. But my, my, my journey is a little different. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, during these meetings that we went to, we were talking about one day about wh when do you pray? You know, you, how do you start your day? So, uh, and most people that uh, were at the, in the small group that I was in, uh, they started their morning reading the Bible, and then mm -hmm. they would say their prayers in the evening. And that it, it's what works better for you. I find that if I start my day in direct conversation with God, and I, I can be in a direct converse, uh, I can be in direct conversation with him through reading his word also, because you stop and you ask him things about it, and 
try to understand what's being said, but I mean direct in and uh, getting my day started with him, asking him to be with me and, and praying for those that need I need to pray for and other things and uh, praising him. That gets my day started better, and then I do my, my Bible reading at night. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice way to end the day because I'm ending the day reading his word. So it, it, it whatever works for us is what we need to do. Just have right. him with us. Yeah, and I don't think either one of us believe that he's going to think we're wrong the way we're doing it. No, no. The the, the idea yeah. is to is to do it exactly. Pray yeah. and and read his word, mm-hmm. and because as as I and I hear this from a lot of people. I heard it from uh, the pastor at our church uh, a couple weeks ago, who continue. He's rereading uh, the book of uh, Luke. Gospel mm-hmm. of Luke, and I think he does it. Maybe he reads it every year, but he says every time I read it again, I get something else out of it. And lately, I've been going through the uh, all of Paul's epistles and and beyond. Uh, after I a- anything after the four Gospels, I've been go- I've started again, and mm-hmm. I'm finding things, uh, realizing things, and understanding things again. That I never did before when I read them before, and I, I, I know just the other night I came across something, and I, I looked at it and I said, I know I've read this a number of times, but this never stuck out at me. This never popped up and said, this is something you need to pay attention to. Hmm. So it's not just like, like you just can't. You got to keep it up continuously, I think, to yeah. help your faith grow. Because I and. Unless you have, well, a lot of people have a better brain, better retention than I do, so maybe they retain things better, but maybe they think stick out more. But anyhow, it's just, it's a, a way of spending time with him. And I find also that I'm talking to him while I'm reading. I'll stop and I'll say, oh, this reminds me, Lord, of this back here in this other chapter, or what about today? You know, I'm trying to understand how it applies to today versus how it might have applied yesterday in different times. It's all good. Yeah. And when I do that, my believe me, my days are better. Oh, I believe you 100%. 100%, yeah. When I, when I look back at those couple times in my life in the last five to ten years that I've said, yeah, it's probably been the last five where I said, okay, I just I don't understand this, Lord, why this is going on. And I've stepped away. Those are terrible times. And at some point, you don't want, you don't care if the terrible times ever end. end. It's just, okay, this is my life, let me go on. And then suddenly, suddenly, you realize, probably because God, if he didn't tap you on his shoulder, maybe he went, <laughs> hey, listen, let's yeah. straighten this out. Yeah, but see, I think that you were that gentle knock on the head for me back a few years ago when we started talking more and more often about the things that we had both gone through and when I was going through and that was him saying okay Tim's going to be here he's going to start knocking on your head saying that he'll remember me <laughs> and okay. you did so I you know I don't blame you that's that that would never be a word I would use I thank you for that but I also think that it was his hand 
taking yours and saying, okay, Dave, remember, remember God, I'm me, I'm God, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here for you. And I'm going to use Tim to make sure you remember. Yeah. He, he does use us in those ways. And, yeah, I, and I think you were. Yeah. I have to, uh, this may change direction a little bit and maybe I, I hope it's just a comment, but, uh, as Mary Lou was listening to the uh, podcast this morning mm-hmm. and we were talking about, uh, mom and dad and you talking right. about mom asking you to have a talk with dad mm-hmm. uh, she thought it would have been better so people understand so people would understand exactly what we we're talking about that we would have talked about the cancer mentioned the word cancer and what what went on and then you know you and i have both had prostate cancer and be, been cured of it have mm-hmm. been healed from that so uh right. she just thought it would be more people would understand what we're talking about better if we gave them a little more background. Oh, yeah, and, and that's probably very true, um, and the background's coming now. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, but that's also why we, we depend on our listeners. Uh, you depend on Mary Lou, and I depend on, on you and Mary Lou and, and a couple of close friends who listen to this for me to make sure that we're, we're following through and we're doing we're not leaving questions out there, but yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, and, uh, I mean, we both know, I mean, we both know that both mom and dad had cancer at the end of their lives at the same time. Yeah. It was just different forms of cancer and dad could be a very stubborn. No, I'm not doing nothing. I'm just going to sit here and do whatever. <laughs> and, and mom gets to a point where she gets fed up with that. And I used to get a phone call. <laughs> Now, that wasn't very often, but I used to get a phone call once in a while. And, yeah. And, right. and, and you know, and you would get, I'm sure, phone calls from mom about wanting to talk with you. That's, yeah. Well, I, that's another podcast. My, my thoughts when we started this, there's going to be a podcast on the poems I wrote when they were sick. It would give mm-hmm. us a chance to talk about it and tell people what they went through and, and how yeah. we got through it. But uh, I, again, I, I agreed with her that it was been better to give them a little background, better understanding. So if you listen to uh, the podcast for July 23rd, that would be season two, episode four, and wondered what we were talking about, that's what it was. And if you listen to everything between these two podcasts, you will consistently get, you will get to this point. We hate to see you miss the ones in between. Yeah. Yeah. And we mentioned the C word or cancer often. You know, it's, it's a part of everybody's life, not everybody's life, but a lot of people's lives nowadays. It's, but it's getting better to the point where it's you and I are cured. Yeah. You know, we're both cancer free because of God putting great, scientists out there to figure out how to fix these things it's gotten better and better over the years so there was one other thing that i wanted to bring back up about and let me get back to it in the show notes here um but there was something that um what does time mean for our days folks do us a favor after you hear this 
send Tim through the Facebook page your comments on what does time mean for our days. We want to know what time means for your days. And do you over plan? <laughs> <laughs> but the most important thing, I think, I, I enjoyed all the poems today, Tim. I really did. But that last, the last discussion point, number four, the most important, how much time do we set aside for God and Jesus? Or are they just constantly with us throughout our days? Is a question I really would like the answer to from our friends and, and listeners too. Yeah, that would be great. Because yeah. now I believe he's with me all day. Yeah. You know? Well, he's done, Can't a, he's tell done you. a work in you, Dave. Yeah. He's not done. No, and he's not done with you either, obviously, or you would have stopped writing. But you stopped writing and started talking. Whoever thought we'd get you talking like this every week? <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the the bad part about this is, and I noticed this today, I mentioned to Mary Lou, the problem with me listening to the podcast that you send them to me to, to review, and, mm -hmm. and uh, in case I find anything that needs to be changed, is that sometimes when I talk, I actually hear my real voice. Not the voice my ears are used to hearing, right? the voice that I hear on the podcast. And actually, I'm hearing it right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> I would... <laughs> I'm sorry. None of us like our voice when we actually hear it, but I... And I've heard the... You know, I've had my voice recorded before, and listened to it. Right. And I... And the other thing... And years and years ago, I remember in church, uh, the woman behind me once, we we knew the couple quite well, and mm -hmm. she said that I had a beautiful singing voice. And then I hear this, and I'm thinking, you need help, lady. <laughs> anyway, that's completely unrelated to everything I know. But <laughs> oh, that, That's funny, though. Uh Oh, uh, Tim, do we, we got a couple things before we let, before we go and we're getting, we're starting to get there. You are going to be part of a, of a discussion group, right? Coming up soon. Uh, yeah. Soon. Uh huh. By the time you, by the time the listeners hear that, I will have participated in it. So uh, tell us about it. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, a, uh, zoom meeting between authors that, uh, from Letter Press. Mm -hmm. And it is hosted by Kate Delaney. Now, Kate Delaney is a well-known sports uh, caster. She has a podcast. Or, or she's on uh, Radio America, I believe it's called. I haven't listened, haven't looked it up in a couple years. Uh, but she, uh, and she travels the country. She's a motivational speaker. She's number, written a number of books. We mentioned one of them earlier in one of the earlier podcasts mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we did. and uh, I was the uh, first author from Letter Press that she interviewed on her radio show uh, she had just heard about Letter Press and got in touch with them to find out some things about them and it just so happened I was first because her father also wrote poetry and that interested her well, she's giving this talk on how to, to get authors to understand how to 
uh, sell more books, how to get the word out about this, and it is uh, going to be held. Uh, I've got the time here. It's it's uh, July twenty eighth at, at three p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that's when it is. But uh, I was I was blessed that Letra asked me to uh, to be part of it. I don't know how many authors were are going to be there. But I'm excited. Uh, there's a video that I got an email that I'd also seen on Facebook with Kate explaining what she's doing. It was very quick, but I it is uh, again my through Letter Press. She's doing this, and uh, I hope that I I know I'll learn something. I'll learn more than I thought thought I was going to. I'm sure. But uh, Kate is also, if you're listening, Kate. Uh, one of the people we like to interview, uh, just uh, because she's helped me, and not that I'm going to help her. She got three million listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to help her get more listeners, and and I, that's not why we want her on there just to get listeners, but just to talk with her. Uh, you know, what is it that what what you know? Talk to her about her dad and her his poetry and what it meant to her, and there's that there's that connection that we have. So. Uh, yeah, and yeah. she interviewed you before. Which was a good interview. Yeah, and I, I still have the interview on my computer. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. And it was interesting, Dave, because I did the interview on my cell phone. Right. Of course, she's in a recording studio, <laughs> <laughs> a radio studio, and can do those things that you, that you probably have don't have the access to right now. Not yet. Uh, yeah. So you give yeah, me time. That's coming up, but uh, so I, I, you know, I'm still being blessed by, by people I've I've met. Uh, you know, we talk about the, the the three people that we've interviewed so far. One of which we has been on a podcast, John Bolt. But, you know, they've all been a blessing to me, and uh, mm-hmm. just hope to give some back to them and everybody yeah. else. And hey, folks. Uh, Episode number eight of season two, we're also going to have another guest host or a guest speaker, interviewee. We're going to interview somebody. <laughs> and we've already done it, and you're going to look forward. You should have a lot to look forward in this one. This one, this guy is really, really, really amazing. So there's more coming about that. We'll tell you about it in the next couple of podcasts. Tim, uh, where can we get your books? Well, you can get your books at Amazon. The easiest way to find it is click in one of the book's names, Living in God's Rhyme, God Still Rhymes, or God's Rhyme, and my name after it, Tim Carter, and it will take you to the book that you were searching, and if not right there immediately below it, right near it, you'll find the other two books. You can buy them there. And you can also go to Barnes & Noble online and buy them or Barnes & Noble in the store. Uh, and because not everybody listening is buying books at the same Barnes & Noble I just renewed my uh, subscription to for uh, my discount, uh, they probably don't have it in the store. But if they do, uh, it might be in the, for some reason, the older the previous editions got put in the 
poetry section, not the Christian section. Ask for it, and they can they can order it for you, and you have it sent to you. Or you can go to my publisher's website, letterpress.com. Uh, go to the uh, the tab for books, and you can buy it there. And uh, you can also see all the other books that they have that they've uh, published. Uh, and there are a number of Christian books that are published by them. And uh, I would recommend that, too, if you're interested in uh, just seeing what books are out there uh, that have been published uh, for Christian by Christian writers. Yeah. Folks, if, if you want to make sure you're getting the right book, go to our website, livingingingodsrhyme.com. And you'll see Tim's books, the right ones. They're on all on the top of every blog page, and it's it's all over the place. Feel free to contact us through that blog page or through any page on our website, or Tim's Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. Isn't it God Still Rhymes, Tim Carter? God Still Rhymes. If God you click rhymes, down, yeah. if you write Tim Carter in it, it's the same thing. But yeah, normally God Still Rhymes is will come up for me yeah folks there'll be links to all these things in the show notes uh i would love to say these are the best show notes in 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 podcast universe but uh, i'm sure somebody's trying to do it better but i like ours but the po the links are all there uh if you've got questions please ask tim i have uh, enjoyed this immensely uh you want to take us out with a prayer yep let's do that Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for the time that you've given us today to record this podcast, and we pray that uh, we have honored you and we give you the glory for any any good that has come out of this podcast, Lord. It is only you that uh, has done this for us. Uh, we pray, Lord, for those who are listening, that they also will receive something, that those who already know Jesus as their Savior, that they... Uh, that they find something interesting in it and will continue to listen. And we pray for those who may be on the verge of can, uh, of accepting Christ as their Savior, uh, that they may be on the verge of that something we've said will help them to take that final step. And for those, Lord, who are listening who don't know Jesus yet, we pray that this will uh, uh, pique their interest and they will look further into knowing who Jesus is and what he's done for us. We thank you for this time, and we uh, pray, Lord, for our, those who are listening, also for their good health, that their needs are met, and uh, that they are blessed in the coming weeks. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, remember this. If you give him the times as you live, his word grinds. Also, don't forget this one, one of my favorites. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, because we are the king's kids. God bless you all. Have a great week. Bye, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye.